0: So Dell and Rodney are removing this chandelier for a customer and uh, Granddad's in the loft space and uh, he's removing, he's unscrewing the fixing that's holding the chandelier in place. And Dell and Rodney are in place and uh, Granddad goes to hammer the fixing to just finally release it and they've got the sheet ready to catch it and then as Granddad hammers it, disaster. uh, granddad's unscrewed the wrong fixing. You know, from granddad's point of view, he did what he was told. He went in the roof space and he unscrewed the fixing. The problem was Dale and Rodney weren't in the place where he expected them to be. And, you know, when people aren't in the place where you're expecting them to be, then unexpected consequences can happen. Take this man called Mark Flecken. You've never heard of Mark Flecken. And the reason is because he's a goalkeeper for a German Division II football team. So not exactly famous. And that team are called MSV Duisburg. And most of you have probably never heard of MSV Duisburg. And back in February this year, he was in goal and uh, his team were playing and the ball was at the other end of the pitch. And his team scored a goal. So uh, he went to the back of his goal and he got his drinks bottle and, uh, and he was having a drink. And um, there was a slight problem because the goal was disallowed and um, the ball got kicked back down to Mark Flecken's end of the pitch. And one of his uh, central defenders just headed the ball back to him in the goal. And the problem was he was having a drink <laughs> in his goal and uh, all the crowd shouted at him. But as he turned round from the back of the goal, he simply watched the ball go over the line. The other team had scored. And you see, the problem was his teammates expected him to be on the goal line, but he wasn't in the place where they expected him to be. People who weren't in the place where they were expected to be. You know, when people aren't in the place where they're expected to be, it can be incredibly frustrating. In 2002, there was a film called Catch Me If You Can uh, that some of you may have seen. And it was a true story about an American called Frank Abagnale who, as a teenager, successfully performed cons worth millions of dollars by posing, first of all, as an airline pilot, then as a doctor and then as a prosecutor. And there was an FBI agent who was played by Tom Hanks in the film whose job it was to catch Frank Abagnale. And despite putting endless hours of work in, it was incredibly frustrating for that FBI agent because, you know, Frank Abagnale was never in the place where he expected him to be. And finally, he did actually manage to catch him, and Frank Abagnale was sent to jail. But he wasn't in jail very long, because he was great at forging checks, and that was how he made all his money. And the FBI decided, you know what? We're gonna employ this man to catch people who forge checks. So he got a job with the FBI. How amazing was that? You know, in our Easter story, and we saw the video at the start of the service, When the two Marys went to the tomb on the first Easter Sunday, Jesus wasn't in the place where they expected him to be. How incredible was that? You see, two days before, Jesus had been crucified with two other men who happened to be criminals. And the two Marys had witnessed Jesus' crucifixion they'd seen him be killed. And because it was Good Friday and it was the day before the Sabbath and the leaders didn't want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, a soldier took a spear and pierced Jesus' side just to confirm that he was actually dead so they could take his body down. And a man called Joseph of Arimathea who was a member of the Jewish ruling council, he asked Pilate for Jesus' body. And Pilate gave permission, so he took Jesus' body down and he wrapped it in a linen cloth and he laid it in a tomb. And the Bible says that Mary Magdalene, who we saw in the drama, and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, they saw where Jesus' body was laid. So Jesus was dead. He'd been wrapped in a linen cloth He'd been laid in a tomb. And then they rolled this huge big stone across the entrance of the tomb and left him. And so when the women, two days later, arrived at the tomb on the first Easter Sunday, they were quite right to expect that Jesus would be there. But when they got there, they didn't find Jesus. In fact, they were met by an angel. And to be honest, they were pretty freaked out by that But this angel was pretty sympathetic and kind and he said to them, don't be afraid. And he said to them, I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. In other words, ladies, you're not out of your minds. Jesus was indeed crucified and yes, you did see Joseph lay him right here in this tomb. But guess what? He is not here. Four words, he is not here. Words which in their wildest expectations they would never have dreamt of hearing. Jesus was the one who they followed, the one who they looked up to, the one whose words they'd hung on to, and he'd been killed, and they were witnesses of that fact. And now the angel was saying, he is not here. How incredible was that? And the angel said two other things. Firstly, in order to back up what he said, to convince them, he said, come and see where he lay. Come and see where he lay. In other words, ladies, don't take my word for it. After all, I'm only an angel. Come and see where he lay. And he said one other thing. He said the reason why Jesus wasn't there. Not that someone had stolen his body. Not that Jesus had not really died and he suddenly woken up and then he'd escaped from a closed tomb and somehow run away. No, Jesus wasn't there because he had risen. And the angel said to them, he has gone ahead of you, he has risen from the dead and he has gone ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. In other words... Get this, ladies, not only has he risen from the dead, but you are actually going to see him. How amazing is that? The Bible says that the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy. In fact, Mark in his gospel says that they were trembling and bewildered. You bet. I'm surprised they didn't have a heart attack. You see, this wasn't the Sunday morning that they expected. The angel had said words that were so incredible, it took their breath away. He is not here. You see, this was Resurrection Day, a day that changed the world. And as we'll hear a little later, a day that could change everything for me and for you.